Alright, it's your boy Cash Man. One half host of the Black Ohioans. And this episode is brought to you by my guys, All Things. Testosterone is. And no. It's not all about that. TRT is a community, Facebook page, and other media outlets to let you guys know a little bit of information about the real. Testosterone. So, to all my guys <gasps> and women that's feeling a little bit drowsy. And maybe you're on a couple different medications. This can be your problem. So go check out my guys at All Things Testosterone. Hey, it's nothing wrong with getting information, right? So check out my guy Brandon at All Things Testosterone. It's your favorite podcasters back again. You know we got another one for you. It's your girl, Berg, and I'm here with my co-host. Kia 007, Michael Missy's, you already know. Sit back and stay tuned. You know, it's. I think it's fun for the whole set for everyone to come together and be supportive and want to get the show made and done and have fun with it. It's all we can do. You know, we have to adjust with the the world we're living in right now and still being able to work and do our job. You know, we've been off work over three months and it's uh, it's time for us to get back working. And I'm, you know, very lucky that I'm with a production company and television studio and network that's willing to, to do what they need to do to keep everyone as safe as possible to make a great show. If you miss Sally looking like a ghost If you miss Wyatt looking like Santa Claus If you miss Liam and his baby daddy issues Make sure you stay tuned Cause we about to catch you up on everything that's been going on Since the restart of Bold and Beautiful Let's go Yay! Hey guys we're back Now I'll be giving you a day by day Catch up on what's been going on with the Bold and Beautiful since the restart. I'm excited. I hope y'all is too, so let's jump right in it. Now, day one. When it started back up, it started with Katie in the office. And she's sitting up there and she's talking to Carter. Yes, Carter. Look out! She's telling them all about the Bill and Brooke kids. Telling them where... Um, her and Bill stand that, you know, how they've been parenting, just how she feel about everything. And honestly, I'm tired of hearing it. I don't care what you guys say. I am tired of hearing it. This is what she do. I really enjoyed the flashbacks that they had. It got everybody caught up on where we left off before the break happened. Um, but while they're going through flashbacks, Zoe came in the office here looking crazy. Now, I don't know, but it seemed like that wig was racist. What was them two strange streaks she had going down the side? Crazy. Step y'all wig game up. Y'all better than that. Now, Zoe in there, she telling Carter about her and Thomas. You know, he thirsty in the office. They start doing more flashback to when Thomas got busted by Hope and Zoe being the scum bucket. And, um, of course, Carter starts to flirt with Zoe. He been at her way before that. And you know what? I like them together. If they get together, I wouldn't be mad. Um, she started talking about Katie, about Sally, and then Katie walks in there because, you know, she's in everybody's business. 
Now, this first episode was really, like, all about flashbacks, really getting people caught up on what they might have forgotten, what they might have missed it before the break. So it was really cool that they put all that into the first episode. Now let's go into the next one where things start to get a little bit juicier. It opens up with Steffi and uh, older Kelly. They've been using that baby for so long. Man, I forgot she even had a daughter. Um, Bill tries to talk with Katie at the Force of Creation because for some reason he always over there, like he worked there. Um, He over there begging her to get back with him. And she look at him like, Bill, I'm over you. Um, Wyatt, of course, he walks into a destroyed house. Yes, it's destroyed. It's destroyed because we all know that Penny, Flo, and um, Sally, they had a little altercation and they was all over the place. They was ridiculous. Uh, Flo is knocked unconscious. Penny and Sally drag her to Sally's place, which how was they able to sneak a body out the back door? drive it to her place and sneak it in the front door there and tie her up with some pantyhose and I, I don't know crazy all that for what i don't think so um penny tries to talk to sally because she's been feeling guilty since this whole plan but sally's so thirsty she's willing to do anything it takes anything it takes Damn. just to get with Wyatt. girl he don't see you it's time to move on now, Steffi and Liam, they over there talking about everything that happened. They talking about the accident. They talking about their daughter. Y'all know she giving them the sad face, and I don't care what y'all say. Access granted. I, I still messing with them, so if they want to get together, I support it. But whatever. Um, She over there telling them that she relaying in pain. Everybody looking at her, especially him, like... Come on, man. You just get out the hospital. You're trying to do everything as if you wasn't in an accident. Yes! Now, Steffi and Liam, back at Steffi's, they talking about everything that happened. Talking about her brother, you know, talking about Sally, just talking about everything. And I don't like the way Liam playing his hand. It's like he trying to be over there and be a pretend family, but he got a ring on, so I don't know. Flo started waking up. She tied to a radiator. Like, come on, guys. They must have watched the movie, and then they did exactly what they seen in the movie. Now, Bill, like I said, he's still over there begging and begging and begging and, and that episode ends with him basically on his knees now he wasn't technically on his knees but he was he was begging like that and she ain't forgiving him so now this next episode opens up with Wyatt trying to call Flo we all know he's been trying to get in touch with her she's not answering her phone she's not answering her text messages and Wyatt is very concerned while he over there spinning out of control, Bill comes over. He's over there telling him about what's been going on with him and Katie, how he's been begging her to get back together, but she just won't get back with him. And he is looking at Bill like, come on, Dad. You know she wasn't going to get back with you. While that's going on, Liam over at Steffi's house, pretending like he's still in love with her, pretending like he's always going to be there for her. But we all know the truth about that. He's a waffler, and he goes back and forth. Come on. He's begging her to open up about how she's been feeling, and she says to him that her life hasn't changed. His life has changed because they sure made sure they put his hand out so we all can see the ring from him and your girl, Hope. <gasps> yeah, that's what I was doing when I seen it. When did they even officially get married? But I ain't gonna say nothing. Now, Sally is over there talking crazy. She got Flo begging on the floor to be free. She got her tied up, like I said, to a radiator. 
And she over there talking about, she about to get with Wyatt, you know, they was made for each other. And while she over there talking, she, she changing her outfit. She trying to get all nice and cute for him. She's so dumb. Flo reached out and grabbed her leg while she was walking past. And Sally got knocked out, hit her head on the table. And now she unconscious. Damn. Stupider than a mug. Uh, with that going on, Liam finally left because he, I, I just don't like him. With the babysitter over there at Steffi's house, she started to take a little bit of time out for herself. She gets on the motorcycle. She says, you know what? It's been a while. I'm going to go ahead and give it a try. Next day, you know, Steffi gets hit by a car while she's riding the motorcycle, guys. Yeah, she was hit by a car. <laughs> now, this episode opens with Steffi's accident. I said they introduced Dr. Finnegan to her. And I seen it, match made in heaven. Now, Bill shows up to the hospital. We all looking around like, why is Bill at the hospital? Oh, he must have been around there or something. He start having flashbacks to Steffi's accident and realized he the one that hit her. I know y'all surprised, but yes, Bill is the one that hit Steffi while she was on her motorcycle. He also called the cops. He also called the ambulance. He take a full responsibility. He not trying to pretend like he wasn't there. So I applaud Bill on that. Uh, while all that's going on, even though Sally clearly has a head injury from falling. Come on. For some reason, she still think her plan is going to come through. And if I didn't tell y'all the plan, she's planning on having a baby with Wyatt because she think that's going to solve their problems. Girl is delusional. She gets up, she dusts herself off, and she headed over there. Um, Flo is over there begging Penny to let her go because Penny come by the house. She come at the tail end of everything, so she actually didn't see Sally getting knocked out. She just sees Sally all happy. She listens to the plan. Even she looking at her like she's delusional. Well, Sally left for her plan, and Flo is over there begging her like, please do the right thing. You don't got to keep on with her plan. And Dr. Escobar is looking at her like, I'm a dingbat. So I have to do exactly what she says. Whatever. So Sally finally make it over to Wyatt's. What school is he? And she is on the line spree. She acting strange and she trying to manipulate him into spending the night with her. Creepier than the mug. Damn. While Sally is at Wyatt's, Dr. Escobar is back at Sally's with Flo, and she grabs her phone and starts texting Wyatt from her phone, telling him, just be with Sally, give her this time, you know she's about to die, just saying all type of stuff. It was crazy. Then Flo tells Penny how she would have told Wyatt to be with Sally. She started giving her, like, oh, yeah, I would have said this, I would have said that. And as she's talking, Dr. Escobar is typing. Come so, on. Yes, come on, girl. Now, in full underwear, Wyatt sees, help me, Flo, on Sally's underwear in the mirror. How dumb can you be? You got knocked out. She wrote, help me, Flo, on the back of your underwear. And you took that stuff off. And Wyatt, like, got it. At the end, Bill talks to an unconscious Daffy. And that's how that episode ended. WTF! Now, on this episode, Wyatt asks Sally, where's Flo? He threatens to call the police on Sally if she don't produce Flo in the next five minutes. 
Um, why after being told the truth by Sally, I mean, he really had to pull it out of her. He runs to Sally's apartment to rescue Flo after Sally confesses it all. O-M-G. Viewer discretion is advised. Now, once Wyatt came in the apartment and he found Flo, Flo tells him everything. She tells him how Sally's been faking the whole time, how she's only been dealing with stress. She tells him all about Dr. Escobar, how she's in on the plan, and he is just baffled by what he's hearing. He just can't believe it. On one hand, he's happy that she's not dying. On the other hand, he's like, I need to call the cops as fast as I possibly can. This lady's crazy. Now, back at the office, Zoe is at the office talking with Brooke. Brooke comes up to see Rich. Um, then Zoe just leaves with that strange wig they keep putting on her. Um, Brooke tries to apologize to Rich. Of course, he's just looking at her. But while he's looking at her, he's thinking about Shauna in the back of his head. Um, Bill is at the hospital, and he's looking at Steffi, and he's like, man, I can't do this. I got to call Rich. So he calls Rich to tell him Steffi in the hospital. Now, Ridge and Brooke rush to the hospital, of course, because that's his baby girl. Um, and he demands to know why Bill is there, what's going on, who saw what. So I can't wait to see how this next episode is going to come about after all of this. Look out! Now, this episode opens up at the hospital. Ridge is there, and he's talking to an unconscious Stephanie, telling her to get better. He's telling her he loves her and that she's one of the strongest people he know. While he's in there, De- Detective Sanchez comes, and he starts interrogating Bill about the accident since Bill was the one that actually called in. Um, Bill starts telling him and Ridge what happened with Steffi. He tells them that he'd never seen her, that he was, just, he was actually going to see his granddaughter, Kelly, and he never seen the motorcyclist. And when he got up, he went over there and he seen that with Steffi. He was taken back by what happened, that he was the person that did it. He taken full responsibility. Go, Bill. I love this side of you. Not the side that's kissing Brooke on the low, but this side of you. I can mess with you. Ridge goes over to Steffi's bedside. He prays for Steffi, opens her eyes up. And it's amazing to see. We are glad that she came, too. But while they going through this, Sally feels pity in on what happened, how she had to tell why everything, how that slick chick had rolled on the back of her underwear, and Penny looking like, man, I've been told you to come clean. Flo and Wyatt, they talking about Sally's actions. They just talking about how desperate a person have to be. Everybody's disappointed in her. Um, I don't want to say they're bashing her, but they just, you know, overrun by what's going on. Um, Sally and Penny, they walk in on Wyatt and Flo because they go back to the apartment. They walk in on them. Um, Wyatt confronts Sally. She's standing there with a dumb, I'm sorry look on her face. Girl. And that's how it ended. This episode opens at the hospital with Bill explaining his side of the accident to Brooke and Detective Sanchez. Like I said, the last episode kind of started him, and this episode kind of finished him going through everything. Um, Ridge is in there with Steffi. Steffi asks him what happened. Then she yells, she's in pain. You know, she just been accident, so we all know her body's hurting. Um, Steffi and Dr. Finnegan lock eyes as they meet for the first time. Awkward. I loved it. I don't care what y'all say. Get her a new man. It's about time. 
Steffi and Dr. Finnegan, he checks Steffi's charts to see where the pain is coming from, and then he orders x-rays, and he gave her meds for the time being. She's over there trying to be brave, but everybody can see in their face that she is in a lot of pain, so just calm down, don't be a soldier, take help when it's needed. Damn. Now, this, no. is all, this is the part that we all been waiting for. Ridge chews out Bill. We all know that he already despises Bill. But now you didn't hit this. First you was in love with the daughter. Now you didn't hit her in the accident. Come on, Bill. Stay away from these people. Come on. Uh, well, all that's going on, Wyatt continues to confront Sally. She's sitting over there. She tries to explain her side of the story. But honestly, it just don't make sense to anybody, girl. You over there whining about a guy who left you twice. This is what he do. You know that them Spencer dudes got a history of this. So just calm down. There's thousands of people that would want to be with her. Look out! Now Sally, she's still over there explaining why she did what she did and how she didn't want to be pushed aside. She starts to faint. Now this ain't one of them fake faints that she been doing for the last six months. This is a real faint. What is going on with Sally? Whatever. This episode opens with Sally passed out on the floor. <gasps> um, Penny tells Flo to call 911 because Flo and Wyatt looking like, is she still faking or whatever? Yeah, she alive. She just passed out because she's been faking it for so long, she finally has something wrong with her. Um, Sally awakens at the hospital and she asks to speak with Wyatt alone. She's embarrassed. She's salty. But she's still... Is trying to explain herself to why, and she just needs to get over it. You going to jail. If what you ain't, ever. you should be. While that's going on, Leah runs into the hospital asking about the accident. Bill tells Liam he's the one who hit Steffi. Look out! Steffi talks with Liam. She's telling him that she's okay, but we all know that she is still in pain. Come on. Bill and Brooke and Ridge join Liam in Steffi's room. Bill said, well, he basically begged them to let him come in that room. He said he just wanted to be the one to tell Steffi himself that he's at fault. And um, while he's doing all that, Steffi screams. She's in more pain. And everybody just kind of gasps at each other. Access granted. And that's how the episode ended. In this episode, Sally is still begging Wyatt for forgiveness. I don't know why she won't get through her head that he don't want her, but she's still begging. Flo is out in the hallway chewing out Penny, of course. Penny trying to explain to Flo how sorry she is, how she didn't mean to hurt her, how she really didn't want to be a part of this. Um, Flo barges into Sally and Wyatt's conversation because she just can't take it that they in there talking. Wyatt tells Sally that she needs to stay away from him. She needs to stay away from Flo. She just go ahead and get out of town. She looking at Flo like, save me. You was just in a scandal. And she looking like, yeah, I was, but you know I'm a Logan, so I'm cool. Um, while that's going on, they finally had a mention of Taylor and Thomas when they at the hospital. Um, I think it was Brooke that asked Rich, did he get in touch with Taylor and Thomas? He said yes, but I was happy to hear their names. Steffi tries to grab a cup off the table and starts to squeal in pain. I don't know why she just won't take the pain pills. Um, Bill apologized again to Steffi, and she tells him it's not his fault, it was an accident. Um, and that's how that episode ended. It was kind of a back and forth between Flo and them and between Steffi and them, so eh, kind of bland. You just got catch up on the episodes for July.
So August opens up with Hope and Liam at Steffi's. Steffi's still at the hospital. She begging Dr. Finnegan to go home. She asks him, will she be able to pick up Kelly when she gets back? He's looking at her like, you just need to take a chill pill, get some rest. Don't try to do too much. Um, while she's begging him, Ridge walks in. He came to take her home. We're all excited that she's going home. We glad there weren't any other injuries that would have kept her there. Um, Hope and Liam, they're at their house. They're doing a uh, welcome home party. They got the banners. They got the balloons. They got the girls in the other room sleeping. You know, everybody just excited that she's coming back. Um, while that's going on, Wyatt is reminiscing about his night with Flo. I am so tired of them, too. I'm not going to lie. I... I don't even know what to say. Like, I almost have to turn the channel every time they come on. Um, Katie walks in on Flo and Wyatt kissing. She got a strange text from Sally, so she's trying to see what's going on. Has she been injured? she in the hospital? What's going on? Um, Katie learns the truth about Sally. They couldn't wait to um, tell her what was going on, especially Flo. And then you got Katie kissing Flo's ass, making it seem like she's just the best person on earth. Like I said, I guess you got to give up a kidney around these parts. Um, Sally is back at home now. She's out of the hospital from her little faint spell. Um, she gets a knock on the door, and it's your girl, Katie. Look out! What school is it? Now, this episode opens at Forrester with Brooke and Donna talking about Steffi's accident. And do I have to say it? Donna was looking absolutely fabulous. I loved her outfit. Props to Donna. Now, over at Steffi, Thomas comes over with flowers. You know, he's trying to give her the whole makeup face. And let's talk about it, guys. Do we like or do we hate Thomas' new beard? I'm giving it a thumbs up. Access granted. Um, while that's going on, Brooke is telling Donna at the office that Ridge is her destiny, that she can't live without him, she's going to do whatever it takes to get back with him. I honestly don't know why Donna is listening to her because she says this all the time. Like, this is repetitive stories. They need to step up their writing game. Ridge leaves from over at Steffi's when Thomas came. And then Thomas tells Steffi, stop pretending. You know, we know you want to be strong in front of dad, but I know the real you. I can see you in pain. What's going on, sis? For the first time in his life, Thomas done finally gave Steffi some good advice. Finally a big brother. Now, you know I couldn't get off this episode without talking about Katie. Katie wants an explanation. Like I said, she came over to Sally. She wanted to know what's been going on. Why was she lying? They showing wide and flow, bashing Sally. Everything they saying is super negative. They acting like Felony Flow has not just come out of a whole scandal herself. Why is nobody talking about the scandal? Why are they acting like she is Saint Hope? I guess you got to be a Logan. Um... Katie stars bashing Sally. Sally trying to tell her what's going on, trying to tell her that she just, she feels so alone, that she ain't got nobody. Katie don't want to hear it. Of course, she starts talking about her own health issues, and she continues to bash Sally. And that's how this episode ended, guys. Fight. Now, this was one of my favorite episodes right here, guys. And this is the August 6th episode. And it opens up with Steffi talking to the babysitter. While she's talking to the babysitter, Ridge calls Steffi. Um, she, he tells her, don't be a hero. He tells her, hey, if you need to get some medicine, get some medicine. And I have to say this. 
I don't like the fact that they are trying to push Steffi into being a pill head. It's like every five seconds they keep trying to force her to take the medicine. Like let let her do it on her own. She says she got it. She got it. Um, Thomas comes over with flowers from Vinny. We all thought it was nice. Thanks, Vinny. Um, Steffi fills Thomas in on what happened with the accident. Um, Dr. Finnegan visits Steffi at home, yes. After Thomas, actually Thomas didn't leave. Thomas was still there when he came. Tana, I don't want to say he was kind of giving her, hey, since I see what's going on, house calls. But we love it. Come on, visit over. And of course he lives in the neighborhood, so I'm thinking he might be visiting her a lot. Come on. Um, while this is going on, um, Shauna is over at Flows and Wise. She's talking about she just came back. She's being all mystical about everything. Um, she's thinking about Rich. While she's thinking about him, Brooke comes into the office and tells Rich she's leaving. She's going out of town. She's going to go visit her daughter, Bridget, because she really helped her through a lot when all that Brooke Bill Kiss fiasco came out. So she just wanted to go get in her zen with her. Um, Flo asks Shauna, What's up with Rich? Because Shauna giving her all the clue bombs, but she ain't telling her what's really going on. Rich starts to tell Brooke how he feels, how he's upset about the kids, you know. The whole time, he ha- he is having flashbacks of Shauna up in his head. Uh, he says he will be waiting for Brooke when she returns. You know, he still love her. They, she still love him. You know, they actually got a chance on this episode right here. Yeah, this ain't the episode. It's the next one, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I said the last episode was my fave, but it might be this episode. It's the whole leading up process. But this episode opens with Brooke and Ridge dedicating their love to each other. They they forgive each other for all the thousands of mistakes that they went through, and they say they want to be together. Um... Brooke then runs off and tells Donna that her, her and Ridge are back together, which I actually was happy that they got back together. We all know the love story. We all love it, so I don't like seeing them apart, guys. I'm sorry. While this is going on, Eric walks in on Quinn on the phone with Shauna. You know, they doing giggly eyes to each other over the phone. We don't know what's going on with these two, but they clearly up to something. Then... Quinn starts talking crap about Brooke, praises Shauna, because we always know, they always got something good to say about Shauna and Flo, but I just don't know about those two. Um, Ridge comes over after getting back together with Brooke. He comes over to Eric's, because he like, we getting back together, I'm about to move my stuff back in, it's about to be a wonderful life. Shauna comes out the cut, basically like, yeah, you my husband. She's trying to get paid, y'all. We already know what's going on. Shauna leaves Ridge so confused that, man, I was confused for him. Now, Dr. Finnegan is still over at Steffi's, and they're talking about everything. They're talking about the neighborhood. They're talking about her diagnosis. Um, And get me, am I wrong for this? But is his name Finn Finnegan? Did they say that? That's horrible, man. WTF. But I see him and Steffi is flirting, so like we said, finally put somebody else on her for her, because we tired of this whole Liam, Bill, anybody please mess with me, Steffi type Steffi. 
Um, Steffi, she started taking her last pill after the doctor leaves. She didn't realize she was popping them like a mug, but she is popping them like a mofo. So, calm down. And that's how this episode ends. Now, this episode opens with Brooke and Donna talking. Brooke is telling her how they got back together, how she's so in love. Um, She wished she didn't have to go out of town. Just at that moment, Bridget calls to cancel her visit with her. She said that they need her overtime at the hospital because we all know she's a doctor. And although she said not to see her daughter, she's happy that she gets to stay and spend a little time with Ridge. She decides that she is going to surprise. But man, she's in for a surprise herself. Back at the house, Shauna tells Ridge she is happy and in love. Shonda offers proof of marriage because Erica's looking at her, Ridge is looking at her, and they're looking at each other like, come on, man. O-M-G. Um, you know her buddy Quinn is all for she over there, got the the bad kid vibes going on. Um, Shonda shows Ridge pictures of the wedding. I mean, she even has a marriage certificate, I believe. Ridge looks at her and says... I married to Brooke. I've never, I never filed the divorce papers, and she looking like, yeah, you filed them right before you married me, which is crazy. We all know that don't sound right, and it's super fishy. <laughs> um, Thomas, he goes to visit Steffi because he's been being a good brother, like I said, for at least the last three episodes, and he brings over her favorite ice cream, mint chocolate chip. Steffi squeals in pain while she's talking to Thomas. And then he tells her, please call Dr. Finnegan for more pills. No need for you to be trying to tough it out. Call your doctor. That's what he's here for. And she finally started reaching for her phone. And that's how that episode ended. Give me my money. This episode opens at Forrester Creation with Brooke and Donna talking. Brooke is going on and on and on about her relationship with Ridge to Donna. Come on. Uh, while she's going on and on, Ridge is at the house still confused. Quinn and Shauna tries to convince Ridge and Eric that it's true, that they're not lying, that everything happened for a reason. Just as that happened, Carter walks in with divorce papers. Dude! Yes, I say he walks in with divorce papers. Whatever. It could have been planned no better if they would have actually planned that. Um... After everybody left out because everybody's confused and don't know what to do, Ridge got to go tell Brooke what's going on. Eric got to go think about it himself. Um, alone, Quinn and Shauna, they rejoice over their plan, how it worked, how they couldn't believe it. And I know you guys are wondering, like, what plan? But we get into all of that. Just know that they're celebrating and they're happy. Ridge walks in on Brooke's surprise. She's she's got it all set up. It looking nice. She got the candles going. Ooh la la. Um, but he has a sad face that she's going on and on to him about how much she love him, how they can't wait to be together. He's looking over there like, man, I wish I did not have to do this right now. We can't leave without talking about your favorite couple, Wide and Flo. They over there making up for lost time, guys. <laughs> Wyatt over there with his lips puckered up, all up in flows behind. Telling her how she's a wonderful person, he can't live without her. Everything that he was just telling Sally two months ago. <clears throat> and that's how that episode ends. <laughs> this episode opens with Quinn and Shauna toasting to Shauna being married to Ridge. 
I mean, they toasted it up, y'all. They so happy they don't know what to do. Quinn tells Shauna she will show her how to be rich. Those words actually came out of her mouth. I never thought Quinn was a gold digger because she always had her own gumption. But Quinn is a gold digger. Come on now. Quinn says she is not guilty about what she did. They actually gave him something that he never had before, which was freedom from Brooke. She doesn't have the right to do that, so I can't wait till this all comes out and she lose Eric over this, because she, she done did too much. I'm done with these two. These people have ruined Shauna's character, because we all know before the break, she was like, I ain't messing with this. I don't even want to put the video out there. That was all Quinn, and now she over here toasting, being the gold digger. While that's going on, Ridge is at the house confessing everything to Brooke, telling her, nah, Shauna and me are married. I'm not your husband anymore. You're not my wife anymore. We're actually married. That's crazy. I know. You know. He knows. She knows. That is crazy. Um, Zoe and Hope, they at the office talking. They trying to mend their wounds. Hope forgives Zoe, and they said, let's move on. They're going to go ahead and work on Hope for the future together. So we'll see how that turns out. All the while, Donna runs into Eric at the office, and you can already see that look in his face. He is ready to tell. He is talking today. But that was the end of that episode, so we'll see. Brooke is looking at Ridge, confused and frustrated. She don't know what's going on. She just know he just hit her with a bombshell, and he's sitting up there looking stupid. He over there telling Brooke he doesn't know what happened. He doesn't know how we got here. Only thing he remember is being in Vegas, drinking. Next thing you know, he end up back at Brooke's house. In your face, sucker! Ridge, you trife. There's nothing else I can say about it. Brooke says, Ridge, you betrayed me. You divorced me to marry another woman. You didn't even give me a heads up or nothing. She just kept on saying that over and over. And as a woman, I 100% feel her. I think she got every right to be upset and betrayed, even though her kiss with Bill led these events into action. I still agree with her feelings on the situation. Um, Shauna and Quinn, they still rejoicing. They still talking about everything that's going on. Shauna starts freaking out. She's like, man, I wish we would have never did it. I wish we would have did it in another way. And then she started reminiscing about her night with Rich. How they went out, they was drinking, they was partying, but before they went out, she got a phone call from her bestie, Quinn. Quinn told her, pick up the phone, send a text message to Carter. Yes, send him a text message. Tell him to file the divorce papers. And then when she sent the text message, because she thought about it for one second, then she sent the message, and then I guess Carter tried to call, she sent up the voicemail, and then she sent them another message that said, just do it. O-M-T. Now, Carter being a lawyer and a friend of Ridge, you would think he would want to hear it out of his own voice. You would think that he wouldn't have just accepted a text message like, come on, Carter, what was they paying you for? I told y'all Eric was thirsty to tell Donna or to tell somebody. So as soon as he got in that office, he started telling her everything about Ridge and Shauna, how Ridge and Shauna is married, how nobody knows what's going on. They, He said it, it seemed like it's 100% legit to him. And, of course, she looking all confused like everybody who hears this news is. 
somehow they managed to squeeze Zoe and Hope into this episode. They could have left them out. They, I really didn't understand what was going on with them, but I guess, like I said, they about to be on the Hope for Future line, so. Come on. Yeah, that's the end of this episode. So, guys, we finally made it to the recent episodes. And it opens up with Steffi and Riz talking at Steffi's place. He tells her that he's married to Shauna, and you could imagine her reaction. <gasps> he shares his confusion with her. He tells her he actually don't remember anything from that night. He definitely don't remember standing up at a chapel marrying Shauna, and he most importantly don't remember divorcing Brooke for her. Dude. I'm telling you, crazy. <laughs> Eric runs into Brooke at the office. Eric gives Brooke sound advice. He tells her that Riz still loves her. Don't give up on them. He don't know what's going on. I mean, I think he's getting a whole shady vibe himself. He's saying everything but them words. And he's just trying to get her in good spirits. Because, like I said, I just couldn't imagine something like that happened. That was crazy. So, go, Eric. Speak up for your son. Have his back. Stephanie with us. So, why not you? Now, Quinn and Shauna, they still talking. Talking, talking, talking about it. They gonna say it so much that somebody's just gonna walk past them and hear them on accident. Quinn talks Shauna into being quiet. She also makes her way to the office so she can break Brooke. Now, I'm not a Brooke fan. We all know that. I'm definitely not a Brooke fan. But Quinn going into that office, talking about her husband, talking about Shauna, talking about Rich... I think it was just really undermining. It was really belittling. And Quinn, you gonna get yours. You done turned into the old Brooke. You gonna get yours. WTF. Quinn tells Brooke that she needs to support Ridge and Shauna. The audacity of her. In your face, sucker. This episode opens with Steffi telling Thomas about their dad's wedding. To everybody's surprise, he's in shock. I thought he was going to be a little bit more happier since he was trying to break them up for a whole year, but he actually seemed a little bit disappointed. Whatever. Um, Steffi is trying to talk to him, but she's still in pain. She's making all these sounds. Girl, go get a pill. Call the doctor. Do something. Steffi starts feeling a little better, and Thomas started calling her out about Liam. He's like, I know this is not the life you wanted. You pictured y'all together. He wished he could have made it happen for him. And, hey, maybe it's hope for them after all. Dude. Please, 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 let's hope he's not pining away for hope again and trying to come up with a plan. Let's just keep saying Thomas in the picture, guys. <laughs> now, uh, all that's going on, Quinn is still rubbing it in Brooke's face about Shauna. And just as she speak up the devil's name, Shauna walks right in. She walks into the office while Brooke and Quinn are still going at it. Brooke looks at both of them and says, Shauna and Quinn, I will find out the truth. I will see what's up with Ridge and how they manipulate her. And when she said it, you know what? I felt her wrath. Brooke leaves these cats in the office and goes back home. Quinn's still standing there telling Shauna not to feel guilty because on one hand, it's not that she's guilty from stealing them away. It's just the way that she stole them. Um, and Quinn just looking at her like, girl, you cool. Don't worry about it. Nobody ever going to find out. So when Brooke at the house, she's over there reminiscing about Rich. 
realtor walks in at that exact moment. He's over there. He's begging for forgiveness. He's like, I love you. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what happened. Um, he had just came back from talking with his dad. His dad was telling them how he tried to talk to Brooke on his behalf, and that would give him a little bit of courage to go over there and speak with her. So, I don't know, guys. I don't know. Guys, Ridge is still begging for forgiveness on this next episode. He professes his love for Brooke, tell her that he loves her so much, he don't want to be with any other woman, he can't see himself with Shauna, and Brooke is looking at him like, I just don't understand how you could do this to us, how you could go behind my back, divorce me, not even tell me, marry Shauna, and now you're coming back like you don't know what's going on. He then tells her that she's the only woman. He's serious. He's looking her in the eyes. I ain't gonna lie. He's saying all the right things, people. I kind of feel like she should give him a chance. It's not like she haven't made mistakes before. Whatever. Um, while that's going on, Quinn and Shauna is still at the house. They talking. They just keep on on every episode talking about how they scanned Ridge in the marriage. Come on. I'm telling y'all, when they did that flashback, and he he was so out of it when they were standing up there at the wedding chapel. Thank God the minister was her friend, or nobody in their right mind would have married these two guys. Y'all definitely need to go and check that scene out if you didn't have a chance to. Although she's happy, Shauna is still feeling guilty about what her and Quinn did. Quinn still telling her to, to stay calm and stay quiet, most importantly. Um, last but not least, Thomas is at the house with Steffi. Like I said, he's been being a good big brother. He's telling her to call the doctor. You're in pain. Please don't try to fight it. Do it. As Steffi confesses her pain to Thomas, Dr. Finnegan shows up <clears throat> right on time. He talks to Steffi about her pain, her levels, everything that's going on. I'm telling you one thing, he been making a lot of the house calls for a doctor. Is he a house doctor? This episode opens with Brooke and Ridge, him telling her he's in love with her, only her, nobody else. He can't even think about nobody else. Whatever. I mean, he's really saying all the right things, guys. Like I said before, he's laying it all out on the line, so we gonna see. While that's going on, Flo is visiting with her mom. You know Shauna can't wait to open up her mouth. She tells Flo she is married to Ridge. In your face, sucker! And while she's talking about him, she's over there spinning delusions to Flo about her and Ridge. Like, they just love each other so much that they really want to be together. That he's completely there with Brooke. All the while knowing that she's a scam artist and she's actually really stupid for listening to Quinn. Dude! Of course, Flo, being her daughter, she's happy for her regardless, and she just wants things to work out for her. Um, back at Steffi's, Dr. Finnegan and Steffi is sitting in the, they sitting in the front room talking. She's begging them for more pills. And when I say begging, she's begging them for more pills. Steffi using her baby voice. She's trying to get the pills out of them. The doctor is acting like she a crackhead, like, Ooh, I can't give you no more pills, man. You know you done took <laughs> your 30 for scripts. Oh, poor baby. This is the last Friday's episode. Yes! And it opens with Brooke forgiving Ridge. Guys, I have teardrops in my eyes just thinking about it. 
I was so happy that she forgave him. They talked it out. And that's how you make a marriage work. You don't just give up after one, two, or 500,000 things. You keep it going. Now, Shauna is talking with Quinn. She's telling her how she told Flo about the marriage, how um, she's still feeling a little bit guilty. And while she's doing that, Quinn decides that she needs to up the ante a little bit because she found out from Eric sneaking his butt in there and overhearing what's going on. He didn't hear none of the good stuff. He just overheard them talking about how happy she was. Uh, he tells her that Bridge right now is with Brooke trying to make things work. So she come up with an idea to get Bill involved. WTF. Speaking of Bill, Justin is finally back, guys. I said Justin is finally back. Thank goodness. Now, Bill is updating Justin on what he's been since he's been gone about the kiss with Brooke. And while he's doing that, Justin updates him that Brooke and Ridge is over. They ain't really married no more. Damn. Before he even got to tell the juicy gossip about Bridge being married to Shauna, Quinn walks in, and we all know why she in that office. She's going up there trying to convince him to get back with Brooke. She's saying everything she needs to say. This dummy start reminiscing about him in a balloon with Brooke. Ain't you just trying to get your son and wife back? <laughs> I thought you was just confessing your love to Katie when we first started out. Now all you're thinking about is Brooke. Get out of here. Dude. Now. Liam, while he's over there thinking all this, Liam brings Kelly by to see Bill. He's all happy. I'm happy that they let them have that relationship. While Liam's in the office, Steffi calls him to check on Kelly and to tell him that she needs to run an errand. And you know how Liam is. He got to be nosy and see what's going on. So he book out of there as fast as he possibly can and make it back to Steffi's. Come on. He makes it over there, and she tells him that she needs to run to the pharmacy. And he's looking at her like, girl, you in pain. I can help you out. You don't have to do everything by yourself. And this is the side of Liam that we love, but we all hate Liam. And this wasn't a very long episode, but it was a good one. Like I said, Brooke and Rich love him. He, he walked out of that house, and he said he is on his way to tell Shauna he want an annulment. I can't wait until next week's episode. It's going to be pretty amazing, guys. Make sure you stay tuned. Make sure you catch up. Make sure you check us out on Black Ohioans, at Google, at Anchor, at Spotify, on iHeart, on Pandora, on iTunes, anywhere you can listen to anything, Black Ohioans is there. Yay! Thanks for catching up.